This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 700. Too many cooks ruin your IELTS score. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn three native proverbs to increase your vocabulary score beyond that seven to that magic eight. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Lindsay, what's the haps in Boston? What's the haps? I used to use that phrase all the time in high school. What's the haps? What's the haps? Really? Good question. <laughs> well, what's the haps? I don't know. You know, I'm actually going, getting ready to go home and clean out my childhood bedroom. So, oh. you know, I haven't lived at home in 20 years, but my parents sure. are going to be moving out of their house in New Hampshire. And my oh. task is to go home this week and clean out things to make my existence unknown there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, such like a an adult passage, right? It really is. Um, <laughs> right, like R-I-T-E, right? Mm -hmm. This is a good word, guys. Good vocab word. Um, good one. Yeah, that's a weird feeling, right? Like yep. having to go through, I did that a couple years ago because my mom had been, my mom had moved numerous times, but she had just like moved all of these boxes of my stuff with her. Okay. And finally, she's like, I'm not doing this anymore. No, so yeah, yeah. I had to go through and like look at all the yearbooks and yep, trophies yep. and whatever. Uh, yep, that's what I'm going to be doing this week. And you have a vacation coming up. Going to take a little trip to LA. Is that right? Yeah. James and I are leaving tomorrow. We're super excited. Awesome. Um, my mom has all this stuff planned. We're going to Knott's Berry Farm. Wonderful. And um, we're going to take a whale watching tour on a boat. Wow. Of course, on a boat. Like, what else would you do it on? But yeah, be really fun. <laughs> that sounds so cool. That sounds so cool. And I bet our listeners are planning some awesome celebrations for when they pass IELTS, right? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I think that is a good piece of advice there, guys. Like, plan for success. I want you to, yeah. like, plan your celebration party um, now. Ooh. And then you're, like, accountable. You're like, oh, I better do this. <laughs> That's such a good idea. I love that idea. You know, we should expect that we're going to increase our scores. Expect you're going to move past that seven, eight or nine guys. Just expect yeah. it from yourself. And then you will put in the work and you'll put in the intelligence into your study plan to get there. Yeah. I mean, if guys, if you missed the episode yesterday with Matt, go back and listen to that episode because he talks about how he got an overall 7.5 and he was stuck in speaking and writing, just oh, like yeah. I'm sure a lot of you are. And he teaches you guys, he gives you some tips on how to break past that six, past that 6.5 and get that seven or higher that you need in speaking and writing. So definitely go back to that episode yesterday. That's awesome. I'm going to go back and listen to that again too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so before we get into it today, I want to say thank you to some of 
of our reviewers in Apple Podcasts. Guys, we love your reviews. We love to know what you think about the show. So thank you to Jocko Ashura from Kazakhstan, Aida Edim from Kazakhstan, and Creep Maid uh, from the Philippines. Guys, thank awesome. you. These are fantastic. Four and five star reviews. Guys, go over Yay! and let us know what you think of the podcast. Leave us a review wherever you listen to the show. Yes, and you can ask us an IELTS question as well, yeah. and we can do a future episode about it. Yes, I love that idea. So good, so good. Well, what cool. are we getting into today, Jessica? So a fantastic Three Keys student asked a question in our Facebook group and about some so what kind of quotes we can use in writing task two and how to introduce them. Mm. So yeah, she's asking specifically about proverbs. Now, mm. what what is a proverb, Lindsay? So a proverb is kind of it is a quote, but it's a quote that everyone has that people have said for generations or years, right? Yes. Like your your parents probably know the quote. They're kind of famous quotes in your culture and they always mean something. They often have like a symbolic meaning or have multiple meanings sometimes. Yeah, so I think it's um it's a special kind of idiom, yeah. right? So an idiom is like any phrase that we have said over and over again and it's a part of our speech, our vernacular. But then a proverb is usually much older, yeah. right? Like we've been saying this forever and it always contains a lesson. Yes. Right? So it's like this will be something you hear at the end of a fairy tale or a children's book <laughs> or something. Um but yeah, it still is idiomatic cuz the word Words together don't mean what they really mean. <laughs> so exactly. it does show a uh, great like fluency and vocab if you can work this in at the end of writing task two or in a speaking part three answer. Oh, for sure. It shows total mastery over the language that you really understand what that what that proverb means and how to use it. I think that would be really impressive. Totally, for sure. Yeah, I mean, how often do you hear students using English proverbs? <laughs> Not right? very much, right? Almost never. So no other student is going to be doing this, right? So if you walk in, let's say to your speaking test or writing and you're dropping these proverbs, wow, that is going to be impressive, guys. So take notes yeah. today. Take notes. Yes. Definitely. And guys, let me give you one more tip here before we get into the vocab. Go to our YouTube channel, IELTS Energy TV, because I made this awesome video lesson a while ago called Use Half Idioms for an 8 plus on IELTS speaking. Because Ooh. as we said, these, a lot of these phrases we have been saying forever. So we don't even say the whole thing anymore. Right. So just as an example, right? Um, the phrase, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. We right. never say the whole thing. We just say, well, when in Rome. Yeah. So guys, definitely go to our um, IELTS Energy TV YouTube page and check out that lesson. Yeah, there's kind of like levels of using these proverbs, right? Maybe maybe yeah. a seven would be using the proverb, the full proverb correctly, and maybe an 8.5 would be shortening it and showing that totally. next level ability. Yeah, yeah I cool. love that. That's a perfect distinction. Yeah. Um, so guys, when you are, when you want to put these proverbs into your writing, it's nice to to introduce them with, as they say, comma. And then another way you could introduce it, like in speaking, is say, I have heard said. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's like a very fancy construction. I have heard said. And then you could say the proverb. Okay. Awesome. I love that. So do you think that these proverbs should be used in the more formal parts of the writing and speaking test? Or can we use this in the casual parts, like speaking part one, for example? 
I think they are applicable in writing task two for sure, but then all over the speaking. Okay. Right? I mean, because I think it's easier to sort of take these proverbs um, on a personal level to think of personal examples related to them. For so sure. it might be easier to work them into speaking part one and part two. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. And, and one other phrase we could use to introduce them, I like to say, you know what they say, and then say oh, the that's proverb. great. You know what they yeah. say, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Or something like that. And we're going to go into those right now, guys. That's awesome. Oh, definitely come back to the blog, guys. This is episode 700. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, episode 700. Very sweet. Uh, yeah. So come back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and I'll put all these introductory phrases and the proverbs in the blog. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a useful episode. So let's dig into it, Jessica. What yeah. are these three solid proverbs that our listeners can use immediately on their next test? Okay, so I want you to explain the first one, actually, because I like never say this. Yeah. A bird in hand is better Mm -hmm. than two in the bush. Now, do you say that in like daily life? I definitely I don't say this in daily life. I have to admit, (laughs) (laughs) if you guys are listeners to the All Ears English podcast, we did talk about this briefly. If you're a really, really dedicated listener, you might remember the episode where Michelle shared a story where she was looking for a summer internship and her mom said a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. And what she meant was, you've already got this great opportunity. Why try to get this other one that's unknown? Just go with the one you have. Don't take the risk of losing the one you already have that's a sure thing to get this other thing you're not so sure about. So yeah, so that's what it means. It's when we talk about things that are risky, risk-taking activities, this is a great one to use. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And this can definitely be used in IELTS, guys. I mean, in speaking part one, there are sometimes questions about um, what personal risks you would take as far as like maybe doing extreme sports or trying like crazy exercise activities or something. Um, But also in speaking part three and writing task two, if you're asked about problems and solutions, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's better to have like a quick fix than it is to try a solution that might not work. Yeah, I mean, I think the the one that comes up the most, the topic for me with this is job searching when you already have a job. Like, yeah. let's say if I have a friend right now who's looking for, she already has a job, and but she's not happy with it, not exactly happy with it. So she's looking for something else. But some people may be just basically satisfied with their job. So they would use yeah. this phrase, oh, well, I don't love my job, but a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So I won't worry yeah. about it. I'll just stick with what I have instead of risking, you know, looking for something else. Who knows what that other thing would be like. And, you know, I'd imagine on IELTS that you would be expressing the opposite sentiment. So Mm. you could still use this and you could say like, you know what, I am risking a lot right now because I want a better environment for my family and I in the future. And I know we have a home, I have a job in Brazil or wherever you are. And I understand why people say a bird in hand is better than two in the bush. But you know what? 
I don't agree with that. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so yeah. like that, I I like I like that. I think that would be easier for our students mm. to use on the test. Yeah, that's great. I love how, you know, it doesn't matter exactly what you're trying to say, whether what you're saying agrees with this or not. You can you can flip it around that way. So that is yeah. really nice. That also also shows even more understanding of it to be able to flip totally. it around. Yeah, totally. Be like, yeah, I know everybody says this, but you know what? <laughs> I don't agree. I'm smarter. I don't agree with that. Um, so another one, guys, that natives do use a lot, actually. The grass is always greener on the other side. And this is actually, this is sort of um, related to the first one in a way, right? Um, Lindsay, when would you use this? Yeah, so it's when you have something, but you see that someone else has something different and it, the, what they have always looks better. Right. Even yeah, if it's yeah. not better, what they have always looks so much better than what you have because it's on the other side. <laughs> right. And it's like um, everybody has problems. No situation is perfect. And mm -hmm. thinking that this situation that's different than yours, it must be better. Right. Right. Like because it's so different than mine when actually like that situation will also have problem. So this definitely like this topic does come up a lot in um, speaking part three and writing task two, talking about the notions of like materialism, right? Or like mm -hmm. fashions or trends or people wanting a certain lifestyle and spending too much money when they don't need to. So uh -huh. I think this phrase is pretty useful. Or if you talk about maybe moving abroad, moving to another country because the lifestyle looks better, right? This could be used, who knows, to talk about current situations in our lives. Totally. The grass yeah. is always greener. And, and so it can be used in a lot of different ways, guys. But this is one that we could shorten, right? Yeah, yeah. That's true. We don't usually say the whole thing. Just be like, well... You know, people say the grass is always greener. And again, like flip it around, guys, for your answers, because you do believe that you right, are moving your life into a better situation. <laughs> like the grass definitely is greener after IELTS when you are <laughs> on to your future dreams. So again, like flip it around, say only half of it. Like this is the, the amazing native flexibility. And just to be like, you know, my parents always said stuff like the grass is always greener. But you know what? The grass is greener in Canada or like wherever you're going. Right? <laughs> Sometimes it actually is true. Yeah, right? Like one one proverb doesn't describe every situation. And I like this idea of like flipping old wisdom on its head. Right? Yeah, like, me too. Ah, we don't have to believe that anymore. Yeah. Um, okay. What's the third one we thought of, Lindsay? This one is, is funny. So I think you and I have both have two different understandings of this idiom. So here's one way to say it. Too many, <laughs> yeah, too many cooks spoil the broth. And the one that I know is too many cooks in the kitchen. And that's that's the whole yeah. idea. I think there are too many cooks in the kitchen, but it's the same thing, right? I've heard that way too. Yeah. yeah. So both of them would mean the same thing. I like too many cooks spoil the broth. I think this is a, um, a vivid one, like yeah. one with an image you can understand easily, right? So it's like, if you're making soup, a broth, <laughs> right? You're making soup. If there are too many people trying to make the one soup, it's not going to turn out well. For so, sure. um, yeah, anytime you have like too many voices, too many votes, too many people trying to work on one thing, it actually makes it a lot harder than if you just do it yourself. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. So what kind of topics would this one be good for? What do you think? 
Mm, talking about your career now, or there are questions in part one about um, if you like working alone or um, working in a group, or even like questions about cinema. Do you like going by yourself or with other people? I could say, mm. I like going by myself because if I go with other people, I never get to see what I want to see. And furthermore, it takes like 20 minutes to oh, decide fine. on a movie because <gasps> everyone has their own opinion. I mean, yeah. you know what they say, too many cooks. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that one you would shorten too. I like that. So you shortened that one instead of saying too many cooks spoil the broth. You said, you know what they say, too many cooks, right? I like that. I yeah. think you could do that for halfsies. Sure. For, for sure. sure. For sure. I like it. <laughs> I like that. So talking about awesome. work, decision making, maybe projects, you know, meetings, things where people can't agree. That would also be a good area to look at for that one. Yeah, for sure. I think this one, um, definitely keep in your pocket, guys. There's always questions about, like, do you like to do stuff by yourself or with other people? Connected to a lot of topics. So, yeah, I think all three of these you can definitely use. Yeah. So, I mean, the message today is, guys, use these proverbs. Use these or use other ones because that is what a 7-plus student does. And an 8.5 student actually shortens them, right, and does it in a very right. native way. And really like knowing when to go have these, when to shorten them, yeah. that's really something only a native speaker would know. So you do, you should ha be supported in your IELTS preparation by native speakers that can help you with this language. Just like the students in our Facebook group, just like the, the awesome three key student that asked this very question about proverbs. So if you are a three key student, guys, remember, run it by an expert on our team before you use a proverb because we don't use them all anymore, right? Some right. of them just would sound weird or like to know how to shorten them for that 8.5. And yeah. if you're not a student in our course, then you should be. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, how can our lovely listeners get a special bonus and become <laughs> a member of Three Keys? Yeah, we have a special offer for you guys. So just for our podcast listeners, you guys are going to find out in a bonus video lesson how to wake up the examiner, right? To get yourself that higher speaking score. So to get it with the basic plan, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic. Or if you want to have those two personal coach training sessions added to your package, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. And Jessica, today's episode just makes me think how important it is to learn in a community, right? We can't study oh, sure. IELTS in isolation. This is a good example. Not all the proverbs that you're going to find in a vocabulary book are going to be valid to use on IELTS. And how are you going to know the difference if you're studying by yourself, guys? Yeah, exactly. And like this notion of shortening them, um, like the that whole proverb, like when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Like, I think it would sound weird if you said the whole thing, because honestly, yeah. like we never say the whole thing. Right. Right. So again, like being supported by native speakers who know the exam intimately, that's really your best option. Yeah. And how amazing to be able to go into the Facebook group at any time and just ask the question, hey, could I use, yeah. I just found this proverb. Could I use this on IELTS? To be right. able to do that and get an answer, you know, during during the week within 24 hours. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that is incredible. So guys, I hope I will see you in the Facebook group. All right. Sounds good. Jessica, <laughs> thanks for hanging out. I'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.